Today is December the 5th. Today, let's find out together what happens in such a time as this. Reading through the Bible in a year, I'd like you to read today Esther chapters 3 through 7. Now, last week, as we finished the week, we saw the introduction to Esther, where we're introduced to Esther, who is the newly uh, uh, betrothed wife of King Artaxerxes, essentially the queen of Babylon. And we're introduced to Mordecai when Mordecai uh, hears of a plot to assassinate King Xerxes and warns him and saves his life. Today, in chapter 3, we're presented initially, immediately, with a problem. Sometime later, King Xerxes promoted Haman, the son of Hamadatha, the Agagite, over all the other nobles, making him the most powerful official in the empire. He made him essentially a prime minister. All the king's officials would bow down before Haman to show him respect whenever he passed. For so the king had commanded, but Mordecai refused to bow down or show him respect. Haman inquires, finds out that Mordecai is a Jew, and the Jews would not bow down to anyone, not to him, not to King Xerxes. They would only bow to their God. And uh, as a result, Haman is irate. He goes to the king and he says, you have in your kingdom a group of people who together refuse to obey the king's edicts. King Xerxes says, what do we do? Haman says, let's take 11 lunar months to prepare, about 308 days. Haman says, I will donate 10,000 shekels of silver. That's roughly $16 million. So that at the end of the 10 lunar months, 11 lunar months, excuse me, um, this people can be eradicated from your kingdom, exterminated, killed. The king says, that's fine. Go ahead and do that. The edict is made. Mordecai is uh, an official in Xerxes' court. He sees the edicts and realizes that the Jews only have 11 lunar months, and then all of the Jews that live in Babylon will be exterminated. He uh, begins to fast. Uh, he puts on sackcloth, and he prays that God will help. Esther, his niece, finds out that Mordecai is fasting, and she sends him food he refuses to eat. She hears that he is dressed in sackcloth. She sends him fine clothes. He refuses to wear them. Esther goes to see him and says, why are you doing this? Mordecai shows Esther the edict. Esther says, I too am a Jew. I too will die. What will we do? And Mordecai says, who knows if perhaps God has placed you here for such a time as this. Well, Esther goes and she makes a request to the king. Um, 
the king grants her the request. She says, you and Haman come. Let me fix a fine banquet for you, and I'll share my request with you at the end of that banquet. So the king comes. It's a wonderful meal at the end. He says, what request do you have? And Esther says, I want you and Haman to come back in a few days for another banquet, even bigger, and I'll share my request for you at the end of that banquet. The king says, that's fine. He goes out, Haman leaves, Mordecai is there. As he passes Mordecai, Mordecai refuses to bow. Haman is just beside himself with anger. So he says, I will kill Mordecai myself before the 11 lunar months are up. He has a pole erected in the courtyard, a pole on which to impale Mordecai. The next morning, he goes back to the king to ask for permission to impale Mordecai on the pole. But before he could get there that morning, the king asked that the history books be read. And they read the story of how Mordecai saved the king's life by alerting him to an assassination plot. The king said to his servants who were reading him the history, what did we do to honor Mordecai? Uh, yeah, Mordecai. They said nothing. Oh, the king said that can't be. We need to honor him. Who do we have in the courtyard? The, 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 the servants look and they see Haman outside. They say, Haman, your prime minister is outside. Good, send him in. Haman comes in and the king says, what should be done to the man who serves the king to honor him? Haman thinks, oh, he's talking about me. So he says, dress him in one of your royal robes, put him in your royal chariot and have a high official go before him on foot shouting, this is what is done to the man who serves the king. King Xerxes says, great, take Mordecai and go do that for him. You walk in front of the chariot and shout that message. Well, Haman is just absolutely furious. His plans have been thwarted, but he comes back to the banquet that Queen Esther has planned for them. Another fine meal at the end of that. The king says, my queen, what request do you have? And Queen Esther says, there is a man in your kingdom who has plotted to assassinate me, to murder me, and not only me, but all of my people. Who, says King Xerxes, Haman, who is here at the table with us. Xerxes is so angry, he gets up and leaves the table. Haman jumps up, runs to Esther, grabs her robe, knocks her over, falls on top of her. And King Xerxes comes back in, finding Haman on top of his queen and says, not only would you kill her, you are going to rape her too and has Haman immediately impaled on the, on, the, on the pole that was intended for Mordecai. 
What a story. Now, it goes on. Tomorrow, we'll see the end of the story. But for this part of the story, Mordecai's words to Esther, who knows that perhaps you were made queen for such a time as this. That's true of all of our lives. God places us exactly where he wants us. Sometimes we have no idea why, but just like Esther, it can be for such a time as this. Like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, Esther, please, for the Jews.